Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Our scripture reading today is one simple but powerful verse. It comes from Romans 8:28. Hear the word of the Lord. We know that in everything God works for good with those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Forty years ago, this month, I graduated from seminary, was ordained to the ministry, attended my first Baptist convention, and began my first pastorate. All of that was in a span of 10 days. It was quite a beginning to my ministry. Today is my last Sunday with you as I retire for the second time from pastoral ministry. In these days of a global pandemic and racial unrest and upheaval, it is quite a time to end a ministry. These beginnings and endings in the month of June have, have caused me to reflect on the 40 years that have been in between. What have I learned that has shaped my ministry during this time? What thread of God's good news can be found throughout life and faith and ministry? Is there any good news that I have learned along the way that might speak to us in this critical moment today? I've reflected on those things and I say, yes, there is. There is some good news. And the message is very simple. God works for good in everything. Did you hear those words from Romans 8, 28? God works for good in everything. As the beloved children's song taught us, this I know for the Bible tells me so. So I know that God works for good in everything because the Bible has told us this. Go to the, the very beginning, the first book in the scriptures. Read through the story of Joseph who along the way throughout his life ended up in a well and then in jail but at the end of his life, in the last chapter of Genesis, at the end of his life, he's reflecting on all of this, and he says to his brothers who had harmed him so much, he said, even though you intended to do harm to me, God intended to do good in order to preserve a numerous people as he is doing today. God was working 
for good in all things. Continue on in scripture through the wilderness wanderings that followed the bondage in, in, in Egypt that then led to isolation and exile. And throughout all of these experiences, which were hard and difficult, you see how God is shaping the people of God into being the children that God wants them to be. God working for good in everything. And then move to the pages of the New Testament. Go with me to Calvary, where there we see humanity at its very worst as Jesus, the perfect, sinless Son of God, was crucified on the cross. But even as we were at our worst, God was working for good in everything. And in the work of God, there came out of that cross, there came forgiveness and opportunities for eternal life for all of us who follow in the way of Jesus. And move on through the New Testament as we see that church, that church that came together as a small huddled mass that later suffered persecution, that had such difficulties. And yet along the way, God was working for good in everything. And the church grew and flourished and took on vibrancy and vitality. The thread is found throughout all of Scripture. It is this simple, powerful truth. We know it to be true because the Bible tells us so. But this I know not only because the Bible says it so, but because I've seen it. In 40 years of ministry, I have seen what I'm talking about. In national and global crises that seem to cover us in darkness, I have seen people working for good, putting service above self, offering heroic works for goodness. This I know, God is working for good in everything. I've seen in churches that have torn themselves apart and lost their way and forgotten their mission, I have seen forgiveness come to pass and hope and vision be born for the future. This I know that God is working for good in everything. And in the faces of, of dear church members over all the years, I have seen in the hospital rooms where the diagnosis was a terrible crushing blow or in the funeral home where the grief was just so overwhelming that even in those times, in everything, God continues to work for good, granting peace that passes all understanding and offering grace that is sufficient for their every need. And in my own life, in my own life, when heartbreak has shattered dreams, when my own plans and agendas have come to a dead end, well, there's been an inviting call from God that has drawn me down another path to a much better destination. This I know, God works for good in all things. This I know because the Bible tells me so. This I know because I've seen it and experienced it in the brothers and sisters who make up the body of Christ. 
The Apostle Paul wrote it strong and well in a verse that I think now as I look back over these 40 years, this verse, this one verse has become my favorite of them all. We know that in everything God works for good with those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Because Paul could begin that and by saying he knew, well, because he shared that with us, we can also know. But what does that look like? What does it really look like in our lives for us to know that God is working for good in everything? We see it in all the stories of the Bible. We've seen it in our own lives, but what does it mean? And what does it mean for us today? This morning, I want to share two stories with you. They're stories I've used throughout my ministry. They're stories I've shared with you. But they're those kinds of stories that I think are worth saying again. Because they carry within them, I think, a picture of the truth that is in here. The first story. The first story tells us that in everything, God works for good by giving us strength. By giving us strength. The story is about a little boy who went to the beach every day. I love going to the beach. Maybe that's why I like this story. And this little boy would go to the beach and build a sandcastle every day. He would get the towers just right and the walls just right. He would fix it up and had this large sandcastle. And just before he had time to show it to anyone, every day a group of bigger guys bully kinds of guys came down the beach and they kicked his sandcastle down. He couldn't defend himself against them. They were too big and too strong and he, all he could do was look and see how his, his artwork, his design had gone to smash. It happened day after day. The boy grew discouraged but he continued And then one day, as he was making his way to the beach, the little boy passed a construction site. And in that construction site, he noticed something. There were some concrete blocks that had been broken off, that had jagged edges to them. And the little boy had an idea. And he picked up one of those blocks, brought it with him to the beach, set it in the sand, built his sandcastle on top of that block and just waited for that gang of bully guys to come and one last time try to kick down his sandcastle. I like that story because life is filled with challenges as we try to build our own dreams But so often what we build, they they seem to be smashed down. This can happen in our own individual lives, in our families, in our marriages, in work. It can happen in the bigger picture of our churches or our communities. We're seeing this so much in our society today, in our land and even around the world. 
where our hopes and dreams for the, the really big dreams for justice and love and peace and joy, equality and respect for all people, they seem to be smashed by the bullies of injustice, hatred, greed, pride, racism, and hopelessness. So I think we know how that little boy felt. But this I know. God works for good in everything. And when the challenges of life seem to make us weak and even defenseless against the the onslaught of those who are kicking and smashing at our dreams, there is a rock upon which we can build. And that begins to make a difference. We read about that in in what was the hymn book of the Hebrews, in the Psalms, a number of times we read, Psalm 18, verse 2 is one example. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. If that's what the ancient Hebrews sang, we sing in our own hymn book, one of my favorites, On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. You see, in these days when it seems like our dreams get shattered and our hopes get dashed, Let's ask ourselves, are we, are we fully building our lives on this solid rock? This rock which becomes our foundation in such a way that we need not fear. I remember the very first time I stood in a pulpit to preach a sermon. It's before I went away to seminary. The sanctuary was large, the pulpit was large, I was scared I was filled with fear. I had heard many good sermons in my life. I just never preached one and didn't know what I was doing. And just before I stood up, the solo was sung. And the solo that day was, His Eye is on the Sparrow. I'm so glad you had a chance to hear Whitney sing that just a few moments ago. His Eye is on the Sparrow. And I remember before standing up to preach how that song comforted me. Listen again to the second verse. Let not your heart be troubled. These tender words I hear. And resting on his goodness, I lose my doubts and fears. For by the path he leadeth, but one step I may see, his eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches me. When your heart is troubled in these days, when your life is fearful, when you feel weak because you're facing something that just seems too big, will you rest on his goodness Rest on his goodness, just like building a sandcastle on a rock, a solid rock that gives us strength 
And will you lose your doubts and fears because we know that Christ is the solid rock upon which we can stand. This I know. God is working for good even when we are weak. God is working for good to strengthen us as we rest upon his goodness and upon the solid rock of Jesus Christ. There's a second story. It teaches me that in everything God works for good by transforming us. This story happens by the seaside, but this one is in Scotland, a seaside inn. Fishermen who have been out all day fishing and they come in at night to eat and visit with one another and tell fish stories. One guy was telling a fish story in such a way that he, he uh, was gesturing so largely that his gesture describing the size of his fish bumped into the server who had a pot of tea. And the pot of tea smashed up against the whitewashed wall and left a dark brown stain on the wall. The owner of the inn exclaimed, the whole wall will need to be repainted. You've ruined it. And then a man sitting right over here, a man that no one seemed to know, a a visitor, a stranger, this man said, perhaps not. What do you mean? The owner of the inn said. And the man stood up and said, let me work with the stain. If my work meets your approval, you won't need to repaint the wall. And so this man got up from his table and he had a a box with him. And in the box he, he began to pull out brushes. And there were oils and there were paints. And everyone sat in amazement as this man began to work with this dark brown stain on the wall, and out of it he began to fashion a stag. A stag that was mighty and brown with antlers, that was noble and majestic. And all of a sudden what had seemed like a a blight and a stain against the wall was transformed into something beautiful and mighty And then the man signed his name and walked out. (laughs) Everyone was amazed. They, They said, who is that guy? And the owner went over to look and the signature said E. H. Landseer. Sir Edwin Landseer was the most famous wildlife artist of his day. He is known for painting stags. The monarch of the Glen is his most famous There's an insurance company that has used this rendering in their artwork. And you see these folks who thought they had a stained wall actually had something transformed into something even better because a master artist came along and did an amazing work. This I know. God is working for good in everything, in our blemished, stained, scarred, and marred world. God comes along as the master artist. 
and transforms our failures, our sins, our, our shortcomings, our division, takes everything that seems to be a dark stain against the beauty of God's creation and begins to shape that and transform that. Perhaps that's why the, the same man who wrote these words from Romans 8.28, the Apostle Paul, could also write some equally well-known words. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You see, God works for good in everything and takes what is stained and blemished and works for good to transform that. If we will allow this work of God in our lives, in our churches, in our families, in our communities, in our nation. God works for good in everything by strengthening us and by transforming us. You may know the name of the late author, preacher Lloyd Douglas. He once tells about an old music teacher who uh, came up and and, uh, Douglas was having a conversation with him and he asked the old music teacher, well, what's the good news today? And the old music teacher said this. He went over to a tuning fork that was suspended and he took a mallet and he hit the tuning fork in his studio. And the old music teacher said, that, my friend, is A. That is A. It was A all day yesterday. It will be A all day tomorrow, next week, and for a thousand years. The soprano upstairs warbles off key. The tenor next door flats on his high notes. And the piano across the hall is out of tune. But that is A. And that, my friend, is the good news for today. I guess I feel a little bit like that old music teacher. There is something I know that is good news for today. We can look around and we can see that our world seems to be off key and out of tune right now. But in the face of all of that, there is still good news. God works for good in everything. And that was true yesterday. That is true today. That is true tomorrow. And that will be true for a thousand years. And that, my friends, is the good news for today. Thanks be to God. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponstelian Baptist Church.